Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the O2 Podcast, the Ohio Outdoors Podcast here on the Sportsman's Empire Network. Paul? It's here, man. You're in the dark over there. I'm in the dark, and I'm in these lights on in my office, man. It's uh, cold down here. I'm in a pissy mood, uh, so I just want the lights off. You can still see me. You can kind of see the shadow of my... Depression, Paul. Oh, man. What a week, man. What a week I've been on. Turkey season's here, though, man. That's a, that's been that's been fun. Ah, this weather is pissing me off, dude. I mean, just pulling up, just pulling up the, the, the quick 10 day here. I mean, it's getting it's getting better because there's only three days with a chance of rain earlier. It was like nine days with a chance of rain. But, dude, it's like. It's just crummy. It's Ohio. You know, we've had our little spells there of really nice weather. And it's always funny to me when it's like 80 degrees out and sunny and beautiful. And you're like, oh, those weathermen are stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. They're saying it's going to be 40 degrees tomorrow. There's no way. Well, sure as hell. And then it does. It does. Yeah. We've had it all. And, and, you know, honestly, in these early spring, and it's not even early spring. I was it mid spring, I guess. Um, Man, I. I don't know. I've I've turkey hunted in the same type of weather, so I feel like what we're having now is just like this is like a standard, typical opening week of turkey season. But like you and I talked about the other day when we went out on the opener, it's remember that open as long as I've been hunting. I don't remember that much vegetation. I don't remember the leaves being leafed out. I don't know. What do you think? No, I'm with you. I mean, we started, we never had a winter, right? We had that that first cold snap at Christmas, and realistically, that was about the only cold snap. I think we had one other measurable snow, maybe two. So, I mean, everything was just accelerated, and we've had cold snaps that kind of slow it down for a second, and I don't know. To me, there's some spring, some of the spring side of things feels average, but what I, you know, at this point, average sucks. Like you're, you once you've had that taste of those nice days, it's it's like let's go. Yeah. And like I agree with you. That I, I think phenologically things are blooming fairly on schedule at this point. Might be a little bit ahead uh, with some Phenol- of the, what? Phenolot- phenol. I can't remember that word now. Oh, you can't do it. You said it once. You shot. You shot your shot, and that's it. Blue wad. There you go. Uh, phenological. There it is. Yeah. Something like that. So have to bleep that out if you say that again. Right. <laughs> oh shoot. Um so yeah, but I, I think one of the things that's really cool, and you see it in deer season too, where you start the opposite, where you got lots of leaves on the trees and you're waiting for them to go down so then you can see more and all that kind of stuff. 
man, though, it's I remember going out with you last weekend of the season last year, and it was like being in the jungle, and you can't hear anything, you yeah. can't see anything. This uh, this year, there we're kind of seem to be at a fast start to that. Yeah, I went out today. I went to to some public land here in in East Central Ohio, and and man, it was. It still wasn't, you know, obviously completely bushed out, if you will. But man, it was it was getting there, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, man, for opening week, like this is just crazy how how green it is. So, I mean, there's been there's been opening weeks of the season where like there's nothing green on the ground. Well, you know, I, nothing is. I got to stop talking in absolutes, and we'll get into that. But you know, there's definitely there's definitely not that much green. Uh, normally so i don't know we'll see birds were active though on saturday and sunday from from reports that i that i got from people so and so let's 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 thank the sponsors of this program andrew time to go out.com find the apple store on the android uh everything that the hunter in this country needs to hunt deer turkey all the fishing stuff they got the ditch pickle kits are, are out so if you're looking for a new rod new bass fishing gear pan fishing gear they got all of it time to go out of clomp if you got the app find us o2 podcast find me paul campbell andrew you're also on there sign up for an account ten dollars on off of your next order pretty cool they got a ton of stuff for the, for the uh, angler here in the state of ohio so check them out go wild okay paul real quick before we get on to any more I as a novice still in the turkey hunting industry, give me the Paul Campbell list of five things a turkey hunter must take out in the woods with them, gear wise. Mm, gear wise, so I'm going to say thermosel number one. Really? Um, yeah, dude. Uh, well, I mean, if you're just like looking for gear, I'm not talking about like everyone. Knows, we're we're not talk about turkey calls. We're not going to talk about. Like a turkey vest, you de- like that's just stuff that. Well, I would I would consider those on the list. Yeah, well, so hell, we'll put it on the list. But dude, take, I'm going take thermosel a gun for out. sure. That's gun out. What's that? Don't put a gun in. Gun is not part of the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kid. yeah, man, like a thermosel is is I'm is is, is a must. Um, the one thing that I'm really big on is like a really good pair of boots. Um, especially if you're like running and gunning, if you're walking a lot. Yeah, uh, you know, in the hills here here in the state, a good pair of boots is paramount. Go Wild actually has like probably my favorite pair of boots. There's uh there's a pair of Irish Shedder Vapor Tracks. Huge fan of those. Super light. They get and that's what I like. I don't like the big clunky clunky boots. Um a good comfortable turkey vest, man. Uh is 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 another one. If you're gonna be doing a lot of sitting, you know, you can get a stool, but I like in, in turkey vests are just there's there's different as is the you know the people on this planet right I mean they're all minimalist and then you've got you know the primos vest that you can stick freaking everything in and take everything with you so it's really whatever your personal preference is um, a good pair of clippers man I know that I don't know if go out selling those but that's something that that uh, you are definitely going to want in the turkey woods uh, from time to time. So get you a pair. Of, you can go to the dollar store or, you know, Harbor Freight and get like a real cheap pair. And what you're talking clippers. about, so clippers many... is like a pair of pruning shears, right? Hand, Yeah, pruning shears. So, yeah, man. Just so to, that you can cut up with that brush. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cut down screens or cut down, you know, small shooting lanes. Um, for a guy my size, man, there's always something in my way when I sit down on the tree. So... 
Yeah, those are nice to have. So, what is that? Five? Is that five? I feel pretty good. I think it's five. Boots, vest. Boots, vest. Pruning shears. What was the other one? Thermosol. Pruning shears, thermosol. Yeah. That's four. Yeah. And, and, and do a, a turkey call that you're comfortable with. Yep. Whatever it is. Give it that. So, we're hunting. We're, go ahead. What's that? Yeah. Like, you. Some people were like, oh, I hate box calls. Kenny Keaton, I love you. I know you're listening. He's always running his mouth about a freaking box call. I hate it. It sounds good, man. Why do you hate it? Just use whatever you're comfortable with, man. If you're comfortable with a box call, pot call, a trough call, a tube call, a trumpet, mouth call, doesn't matter. If you're comfortable with it, a turkey's going to gobble at it or, 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 or come to it. So, yeah, that's it. A call that you are comfortable with. And honestly, on Saturday, it was rain gear. That was uh, an important Oh, part God. of our equation there but anywho you can find yeah. all that stuff i go wild if uh if you're looking for gear and check out the reviews and you know people are out there showing you what they're using they'll tell you what they think of it no problem there so yeah for sure so midwestgunworks.com ohio outdoors five use that code save five percent off of every order uh that you put in parts finder is amazing so if you're working on an ar this this year this summer shooting if you're if you're sighting in a rifle andrew they have everything for the north american gunsmith everything that they could possibly want and they also sell firearms ammunition custom gun shop all one-stop shop man, for the firearm enthusiast in this country every part that you could possibly imagine upgrades all sorts of stuff so you ar guys i know you love them you got that is a mega store part so and they've got some really some really obscure stuff so if you got something weird that you're working on check them out midwestgunworks.com ohio outdoors five save yourself five percent and i'll tell you paul i think i got a problem because you know i got my ar that i took for the coyotes and stuff and now it's just tinkering with it and every time i turn around i'm like i need a different wrench or i need another part or i want to do this or do that and i'm always I, i think they've delivered three boxes in my my house in the last week so oh man good stuff though and i'm comfortable going there and i get the answers i need so yeah on top of that ar 10 that you have from most gunworks you have a wonderful thermal imaging scope ts 200 from from x vision ts 200 yeah i think it's pretty cool man it is uh i've been out a couple times trying to call in some dogs um not dogs coyotes let me let me coyotes yeah you're gonna get us canceled because someone's gonna have the dog mess and they're gonna blame you yeah and uh, i am not a coyote whisperer yet so i'm still figuring this out but um man that that you said that you thought they were denned up pretty hard you didn't you know, that was what the Missouri guys is the breeding season. I, mean, I, I get that. That makes sense. There's a lot. Yeah. So. Um, so I don't know if I've even told you this, Paul, but somebody that I sold some some grass seed to a uh, friend of a friend, him and I started talking and he lives out in uh, we'll call it north central western Ohio. And uh, he's huge coyote hunter. Right, Jason. No kidding. So Jason is like uh, when, when we started talking about it and I was kind of telling him about how I was interested in it. Dude, he sends me videos every weekend, and he's like, come on out, man. He's like, make sure you're well-rested because we go all night. <laughs> and it's like, uh, <laughs> let me find that time. Let me find that time to get yeah. out there because, uh, yeah, he's got some sick At videos. that point, that's a full-day commitment. Yes. Because you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna work all day, then you're going to hunt all night, and then you're going to sleep. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> as much fun as that sounds, 
that's a tough sell for me, man. Especially right after turkey season or before turkey season. That ain't happening. Hard hard with little kids, right? Because they don't care. Oh, they don't yeah, care that you were out all night trying to take out some predators. But um, yep, thanks for our buddies. Half dash rack, half rack. They got some really cool stuff coming out. Uh, the meat lug is that you can pre-order that. When's that coming out? Do you have any idea? I haven't heard. No from dead it. air. I haven't heard. From yeah, it's getting it's getting close. You got the hunter hanger. Those things are pretty neat. I got I got my bow sitting behind me. Uh, I've got a really neat spot picked out that I'm gonna hang that sucker from. Uh, looking forward to that. So, all sorts of accessories for the hunter. Uh, if you're doing any like land management, they've got they've got the tags, uh, you know, for for marking trees and all that good stuff uh, available as well. So half dash rack dot com, Ohio Outdoors fifteen. Save yourself fifteen percent. That's a ton. That's a good savings right there. Ohio Outdoors fifteen uh, off of your order. Absolutely, and they are also available on Go Wild. So. But I don't think that that code doesn't transfer, so you have to use it on the half rack code or on the website. So finally, uh, we got First Light. So thank you to the guys at First Light. They just came out with the trace pant and quarter zip system. Super light. Can't wait to use it. Need that nice weather to come back. Will be very nice for late turkey and early deer. Um, kind of excited to see what else they've got coming out this year. And uh, we'll, we'll keep you in the loop when things start bouncing out so yes we, yep yes we will i'll tell you what i mean i lost uh i lost enough weight i could fit into that Oregon hoodie that i bought last year oh my gosh that is without a doubt my favorite piece of equipment or favorite piece of clothing rather that i have uh, as soon as i put it on fit i'm like this is amazing it might be why i have three of them so and, and I you know dude you. for for this um for these early seasons, man, even even like later in the season, during turkey season, when it's like when it's cold in the morning and you're just sitting there working a tom or whatever, those things, that extra layer comes in. Oh man, I can't speak more highly of that. Building face masks, all of it. Origin hoodie, that's my, that has my stamp of approval for turkey on gear for sure. Awesome. Uh, let's see. One other thing I want to cover. We've got. So our buddy Justin Ross, who's running his archery hike for the second year, uh, all that information is now up and available. So the website is archeryhike.com. The dates are going to be July 7th, 8th, and 9th down in Hocking Hills. Um, You can register today, but you're looking at 25 targets, 3D targets, testing your skills, but it's also getting, it's a legit hike through the woods like there's ups downs some areas you're like i really we're gonna follow this path um last year when we did it it was like 90 some degrees hot as hell um but it's it was awesome and there's definitely different varying degrees of shots and all that kind of stuff so you can register today uh you can pick i think there's one day two day and three day passes friday it's from 10 to 6 saturday 8 to 5 sunday 8 to 4 uh, and a lot of the proceeds are, I guess, they go to farmers and hunters feeding the hungry. So this is the money that he earns off of this goes towards uh, helping to get the processing fees done on any deer that we um, donate next fall. So it's good stuff. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Looking forward to it's that good. again this year. Yeah, good event, man. I can't, I can't wait to do that. I'm looking forward to that. So hopefully, when's, give me the dates again. July 7th, 8th, and 9th. Seventh, eighth, and ninth. There you go, boys. 
And somebody's birthday, somebody's birthday what is, a is July 10th. So Andrew Mons. And Urban Meyer. And Sophia Vergara. Uh, Sophia Vergara, the, the chick from uh, Modern Family. Oh, yeah. I'm in good company. Good man. for you. You got, a couple, you got a couple stars there, man. That's pretty cool. Yes. So what else, man? What else we got? Nothing, nothing crazy to report from the woods. Opening turkey season here in the state. If you killed a turkey uh, or had some good interactions, find us on social media, the.o2.podcast. Go wild, o2podcast. Um, yeah, send us, send us your success. Send us your failures. Whatever it is, man, don't be afraid to talk about it. All right. So I do news from around the state. There's a couple of things. Real quick, we've got uh, Division of Wildlife acquires 492 additional acres at Woodland Trails. That's in Camden, Ohio. Uh, there's some mine safety training. Uh, earns national recognition. Uh, all these articles and stuff can be found at ODNR's website. But let's talk, Paul. Ohio's yeah. wild turkey hunting season is underway in 83 counties. I am shocked at the turnout. It was good, man. The harvest totals over the weekend. Shocked. What do you got? So, so is this youth? This is this youth season as well, or is this just the the weekend opener? No, just the weekend opener. Okay, so Ohio okay. hunters checked 4,078 wild turkeys during the opening weekend of spring hunting season, April 22nd and 23rd, according to ODNR Division of Wildlife. So, what does 4,078 compare to in 2022? We were at 3,315. So we're up about 700 birds in the first two days compared to last year. The average taken the first two days of the previous three seasons is 3,590. So, I mean, you probably can't really correlate them completely, but apparently it seems like the population is up. A little bit, right? If there's more birds out there being taken or there's more hunters, we hear about how the hunter numbers continue to decline. So I don't know. I'm, I'm I am hopeful that we are talking about population increases and that's uh, a big part of it. So the I'll get back to the top 10 counties here in a second, but the Division of Wildlife has issued 37,610 spring tur- turkey permits. Uh, let's see. In addition to the opening weekend results, so addition to the 4,078, the Utes took 1,823 turkeys on their opening or on their youth weekend. So what is that? We're almost to 6,000 birds so far. Um, Interesting. And one that it was just barely over, it wasn't quite 12,000 for the harvest last year, the, the entire season. You know, I don't have that in front of me. Yeah, it was eleven something. I know, I know. I'm pretty sure of that. Mark Wiley covered mm-hmm. that in last week's episode. I should go back and listen to that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Good, good job. Well, hopefully, on. yeah. Hopefully, that's indicative of uh, of good of good numbers. And the weather. You think about the weather in like. I feel like in the entire state was just trash. I mean, it was it poured rain on us and everyone that I know. Uh, that was hunting across various parts of the state. Uh, if it didn't, it was, you know, this, the storm moved through and you're, you're fortunate. I mean, it stopped raining on us heavy. What, like right, right about seven o'clock it was, it was done. So um, you know, if you were east of our location, it, 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 
it yeah. ran it ran pretty decent amount of the uh, the the daylight hours so so in following up like what mark talks a lot about when we talk to him a lot of this you know, each, each summer, the Division of Wildlife collects information on young wild turkeys called poults. Brood surveys in 2021 and 2022 showed above average results that will benefit Ohio's wild turkey population this spring. So average poults per hen observed in 2022 was three, and it was 3.1 in 2021. The 10-year average is 2.7. So that's... It's this, you know, our weather that we're dealing with now is important for the future years, but those past couple of years, um, that definitely helped out. Um, reminder, let's see, wild turkey hunting, Ohio South Zone is open until May 21st, and the hunting hours are from 30 minutes before sunrise until noon through April 30th. Beginning May 1st, South Zone hunters can hunt from 30 minutes before sunrise until sunset. So you and I were talking about this the other day, according to what this email says, and we're not going to, this is not legal jargon, but at sunset, after May 1st, sunset, not 30 minutes after sunset, it's sunset. Make sure you guys are on top of that. Also, counsel, a lawyer for legal advice. Um, But Paul, let's talk about the top 10 counties. Can Can I guess? Okay, I'll go down. I'll I'll give you a head start. I'll give you the first. Set, I just want to do the. I just, I just want to do the. I want to do the top three. Okay, so I'll go. I'll go. Right from, now, I'll go so. from. I'll go from ten down, and you, and you can guess the top three. Okay. So number ten is Megs. <coughs> number nine, Tuscarawas. Number eight is Monroe. Seven is Jefferson. Six is Harrison. Five is Gallia, and four is Guernsey. So I'm going to go Muskingum, Athens, Venton. Mm. Number three, with 117 birds, was Belmont. Number two, with 127 birds, Muskingum. And number one, with 129 birds, Adams. Adams, there you go. I'll tell you what. Killers, turkey. That's uh, from, so 129 at Adams and 127 at Muskingum. I mean, they're neck and neck. Belmont, not far yeah. behind. They got room. They could make it. So, yeah, good for them. Meg's had one hundred and four, so everybody else is in between. If if you're interested, but Athens not on the, on that not on that top ten list. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Wild. What a week. What a weekend. Yeah. Tag us in your post, man. I want to. I want to. I want to see. I want to see how, what you guys get going on. So. So you kind of talked a little bit about it, but we went out Saturday, you and I and Kenny, and yeah. Uh, you know, you guys heard some gobbles. I did not, but uh, we walked through the woods and we never really saw anything. No, we didn't. We didn't see anything. It was just, um, I don't know, man. It was just one of those crappy public land hunts, man. It was just mucky and it rained and we were cold. We heard some turkeys and, and we, we were like trying to move on. And then it just started like dumping rain and we couldn't hear anything. So it's just like where they go. And it was a new area in a, in a, in a, a WMA that I've hunted a thousand times. Uh, and it just, I've never, never really worked over there. Um, but we were dealing with that brush, man. That just that, that vegetation, what'd you call it? Japanese knotweed was just popping. Yeah, it was, was absolutely sick. everywhere. So, yeah, it was just one of the, it was just a weird, it was a, I don't know, man, that, that hunt had a real weird vibe to it. 
So I for for whatever reason and I don't know much about turkeys. Like I could probably go out on my own and attempt to do it, but it'd probably end up like my deer hunting for the first six years of my career, uh, and very unsuccessful. So I was kind of just sitting back and observing, right? You guys have been at this for a long time. Uh, you know, you've been out down south with Mike Pentecost and on some successful hunts already this year. And I was just kind of like observing and there's things I was like, why aren't we doing that? Or why aren't we doing that? And I haven't even told you about this. Right. So I, mm-hmm. cause I wanted to save this for the show. Um, but like one of the things when we walked out, so try to paint this picture here. We, we parked the truck. We did a little bit of a hike. We came out into a pretty good, big grassy field and I don't know what was planted in there, but, um, it's some kind of, it was only about six inches tall or some kind of crop of sorts. And then it's surrounded by, you know, woods or whatever. And you guys didn't, we didn't do any calling for a very long time that morning. And Mm -hmm. I think part of it was like, you weren't, you didn't have your gun with us or with you. Uh, it was Kenny and I that were going to be shooting and you were going to call. And then at some point, you you told us like, hey guys, my my call's too wet. I can't. I can't. Yeah, that's why I wasn't calling. I couldn't get freaking calls are too wet. So, but we didn't do like an owl hoot or anything right uh-huh. off the bat going in there in an attempt to get them to to gobble on a roost. Yeah. Is that is that normal or is that like no? Tell me, tell that's me because thought. I've that's that's because I've hunted that same area a ton. I know that there's like there's turkeys in that area pretty regularly um, through throughout the year. Um, I like, I know that they roost pretty close. It was dumping rain that morning. And they're like, everyone tells you their tendencies when it's raining is to hit the, hit the open fields, which driving down the roads or hunting. Like, I mean, you see them when it's raining, like you see large groups of them in the field. So just from like historical experience at that, that area, like I know that I, I, I hear turkeys roosted in those areas all the time like they were they were kind of round so my thought was like if they're, they're gonna hit they're gonna they're gonna come they're gonna come and and hit those fields uh that that's what i hoped right um so just because you out hoot out it doesn't mean they're gonna gobble you know um yeah it's it just that's the thing like it's you never know what they're gonna do it was cold it was windy it was rainy so i'm thinking what well, they're gonna be pretty pretty quiet and they're going to hit they're going to hit that field and head to it you know try to try to warm up as, as quick as they can but um i'm sure at some point there was a bearded turkey in that field during that day we just didn't happen to be sitting there uh when, well you were you were standing out in that field at one point so that does count bearded turkey so yeah i um if 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 i'm if i'm wanting like I just, just with that weather, man, I mean, it was just so crappy and like that area, you know, like is real prone to flooding, you know, kind of, kind of along the, along the edges of the river there. Um, so I felt, I felt like confident, like, okay, you know, if they're, if they're close, they're going to hit this, they're going to hit this field. Um, you know, it's funny, like Sunday I took, I took some Justin and Brandon out, two good friends of mine. And, uh, yeah, he commented on like how subtle the calling was in the morning that I did. And it's just those real light tree yelps on that purr pot. And it is like super quiet, man. And it's just, it's just nasally and tinny. And it sounds like you're just like, God, that sounds kind of gross. Um, but man, if there's anything close, they freaking hone in on that. They lock in on that a lot of times and they'll gobble hard. And, you know, it's a way that 
I think Scott Ellis has talked about it. Like he, and, and I, I know Dave Owens too. I remember in a conversation with Dave, he said, that's the number one thing that people comment to him when they hunt with them for the first time. I was like, why? Like your calling is so soft. And when I hunted with Mike, like the first thing I'm like, wow, his calling is way softer than mine. And those turkeys are just like, ow, ow. I mean, and, and, and so that's like just a learning lesson that I've gotten from, you know, just hunting with, with really good turkey hunters is you don't always have to have a, you know, kick the wall down type approach. So, and that's something that like, I've not always done even, even like in like first light, you know, just and not necessarily aggressive, but louder than what it, what it needs to be. Um, you know, and, and cause we underestimate the, the hearing capabilities of wild turkey, I guess. So yeah. now, but one of the other th- questions I had was how did we decide on where we were going to sit? And that field was pretty big. I don't know. It was at least a hundred acres. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a big field. And uh, so there was you just going by historical. You know, they're kind of generally in this area, or because we walked all the way across it, or were we playing the wind at all to try to catch any noise? I think we were walking west. So that- yeah, like the, we were we were facing east. Not that the sun matters, but um, you people say you know, like good hunters tell you that that you know. You, turkeys don't like walking into the sun because that you know it affects their vision um that i wanted the so like all that flooding was behind us right so my thought is like there's probably not going to be anything roosted in the woods there you know i'd rather you know not risk bumping them out of the roost when we set up and who knows there could have been 10 of them roosted right there and it's just how the but you know like it was real it was flooded back there so like i was thinking like okay that's flooded. It's real short. The, the river's right there. Uh, it's super mucky down there. So they're, they're probably not going to be in there. They're going to be in like these nicer areas, you know, just because I've, I've been there. There's a lot of um, nicer areas for a turkey to walk through. And so if they come into that field, like the way that that field was sloped, um, we had a great look at the field, like all corners where where we were at. And so my thought was, okay, the flooding's to the back. The sun's going to be in our face. If for whatever magical reason, all the clouds break. Um, and if a turkey flies down into the field at any point in that field, they're going to be able to see us. Cause we were kind of like on that high side of that, of that field with all that flooding to our back. So that's why, that's why I was like, let's go, let's go set it set over here. So we have, we had a full view. We could see everything. We could see every corner of that field. Turkeys could see, could see us as well. So got it set up picking a setup so I like it. yeah no i, I mean just, i'm not it, questioning any of it i was just i'm i was observing and, and trying to like take mental notes of why we're doing certain things because i'm still trying to pick all this stuff up you know yeah. and that's something that like i've been i've i've put a lot of effort into learning you know when i do get to go out with these hunters that are that are much better at turkey hunting than i am like just how they move through the woods how they see the see the woods you know and, and how they some of these really good hunters that I've talked to on the H the, you know, how to hunt turkeys podcast. It's amazing how they just talk about like, you know, like understanding how turkeys move day in and day out and how they use the landscape and the terrain and what they like and what they're looking for. And you can do all of that. And then the Turkey may choose to do none of it. That's part of the, part of the fun, I guess. But you know, for the most part, you know, they, they have their, they have their tendencies. And, and so I'm like, they like they like to be in fields when it's raining. So what everyone says, you know, if they've got that option, that you know they're probably going to take it. So th- that day they didn't, and if they did, they you know we I mean we saw a turkey fly out of the roost 
over the tree line into the other field. That was the only turkey that we saw all day. And that's a one of the kind of gambles out there is that there were quite there's a few fields right that are kind of broken yeah. up by these I don't they're not fence rows but small wood fingers or whatever. So uh, you you pick the wrong field and you might not see them. But um, obviously, then using your historical knowledge of the area that would come into play as well. So. It was a tough morning, yeah, and no doubt about it. It was, and that that other field, like for us to set up yeah. in, the the brush is just like the you know the vegetation is a little a little higher, a lot higher. Uh, that it's the, a lot higher, yeah, and it's just it's like there's more terrain to it, so you know you could be sitting on a spot and not and not be able to see anything. Um, but yeah, it didn't it didn't work out. That's turkey hunting, and you know I know my buddies Brandon and Justin had had one hell of a hunt. Lots of turkeys gobbling lots of hens around them i went out with them we we got permission on the farm uh we went out too and and it was uh hen city man when i was out there on sunday so yeah but it was cool they were around it was funny there was a point like it felt bad for brandon he had one of those like like um like his butt like he just like slid off the seat these hens andrew around us for like seriously over 90 minutes almost two hours and we all i had to pee so freaking bad justin had to pee it was it was funny justin scared one of the hens off and his hens like 40 yards from us and he just like he moves like really suddenly and really loud and i'm like justin rush what are you doing man he's like i fell through my seat and we all just start laughing his seat cracks we're on field edges like this small property we're not like we're not moving as we're trying to be comfortable uh (laughs) that end booked out i did like just some soft calling and she came like right back there were on there for hours it felt so bad i had to pee justin had to pee brandon like his butt was completely numb it was miserable and those hens dude they did not call much like they they just like the softest yelping and it was so pretty but i i, I sent that video to you i mean they were 15 feet from us for 20 minutes very man. close just, very close oh dude it's were you guys were, in a, so- were you in a ground blind I had the Newcomb hunting blinds out in front of us. I had three of, I, so I had two in front of us and one behind us because the the way the field is like the it's it's mostly pasture, and so there's like a little strip and then there's like a you know the line fence and then a lot you know the turkeys kind of roost behind us, um, but every time we've seen them like from the road, like they're in the fields, you know, yeah, um, and there's just a ton of turkey sign out there, so. You know, it's it's secluded and, and like the that particular part of the farm that we were hunting, there was you couldn't see him from the road. It was like this little swale and it was super protected. Um but man, the, the toms, they just stayed behind us. We could hear them gobbling. But they were like on they were on other property. And they and we just we just ran out of time. We ran out of you know, ran out of shooting hours to to hunt them. So yep. but yeah, it was cool. It was good. cool. It was so so a good hunt today. So you know, just just bumping around, man. Just, just relaxing, enjoying, you know, getting my Southern Ohio hunting legs on me and putting some miles on the boots. So it was good, man. It was, it was, a, it was a soul clean. I just shut my phone off. Good. It was a soul cleansing day. So gotta have that every once in a while. So oh yeah. So what else yep. is going oh, on, yeah. Paul? What else you want to talk about? My my viral talk about yeah yeah. Let's let's so let's 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 talk about that. And and I'm gonna try to be uh humble and positive because man that's just my 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 personality if you're listening to the show for any like amount of time like I, you probably feel I, I feel like you like you know me at this point like i try to be a genuine guy and humble and and so i did the okay center podcast the other day 
uh, our friend Eric Clark invited me to come on and talk about turkeys. And it was great, man. I, it, like I got off that interview and I was like, man, that, like that just felt like a really good interview. It felt, you know, really positive. And their mission is, you know, not shaming hunters. And if it's legal and it's your tag, like just enjoy the sport, the pursuit of hunting, like soak it in. And it's a, it's a message that I can get behind, you know, um, I hate, like, I hate the shaming that the people go through, you know, like you shoot, a, you shoot like a small buck, right. And you're pumped, man. And people are like, yeah, you suck. You piece of shit. Kill yourself. Uh, it's just nuts. Right. Like social media is just a vile place a lot of times. And, and, a, and a lot of that, like that, that Hunter V Hunter, man, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. And so I, whoa, buddy. Welcome to the internet, Paul Campbell. Welcome to the Hornet's Nest, Paul Campbell. Uh, it was, it was wild, man. So I was on this. I was on the podcast, and um, sorry, we're gonna. Have to, I'm, I, I got to take this call. Give me a second. All right, Andrew. Sorry if you're listening. I had to take a work call. I had to interrupt. I could not. Could not miss this call. Um, it is dang near ten o'clock on Monday night here. Um, but so, yeah, man. So I did the, I did the, I did the okay's Hunter interview. Um, and it was just really good, man. It was, it was a really good talk. Eric's a, a phenomenal interviewer. And it, at one point, like he, he had made a comment about, uh, like that sticker that he had about, you know, no Jake break and, and Jake, you know, Jake being an, an, an immature male Turkey. And so we, uh, he asked me, he's like, would you shoot a Jake? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you're damn right. I would, you know? Um, and, and so there's a lot of context with the conversation that we had and, um, you know, would I shoot a Jake? Yes. If I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm, if I'm in a state where it's legal and I'm out of state and that's like my lap, my only chance, my last chance. Yeah. I'm going to do it, man. Um, and so, and so what's, what's interesting and, and so where, where I went wrong, I, I made a comment. I was just like, you know, yeah, I would shoot a Jake. And so people always talk about how there's like, um, if you're shooting Jake's there's, uh, you're hurting the, the population of the wild Turkey because that's your future. Right. And so I've read all of the research, man. And this is where, this is where it gets just nuts. Andrew, I've read the research. I I've seen it. Like I have it, like I have the receipts for this, that there are countless researchers. There are countless biologists that have said that like, so some mature turkeys do 99% of the breeding every year, mature turkeys and the way that they do it, we won't get into it. So not all mature turkeys are breeding. Um, and, and so my comment, I was just like, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, it's, it's okay to shoot a Jake. Like if it's, it's not as like basically what, what the gist of it was, it's not by as biologically impactful as, as what people say that it is. Let's see people. I mean, yeah, go ahead. When you say mature Turkey, you mean yeah. how old Jake is uh, almost a year. Jake is Jake is a, a first year. year, almost, almost a year old. And then, so, so a mature Turkey is, is two, two and up. Okay. What's well, a mature, that's a mature Turkey. And so, um, I can't say like all of the studies, all of the reports where it talks about like um, harvesting of immature male turkeys has no significant impact, no biological impact. Right. And so and then, and then it talks about like, you know, 99 percent of the breeding is done by mature turkeys. And so my comment, the first comment that I went wrong, I was like, you can shoot that Jake. Like there's like a zero percent chance that he's breeding. Right. Because Jake's are they're immature. They're like just dumb little kids. Right. 
through studies. Go are, are they sexually mature? Like, could they? Breathe? That's the thing. So some of them are like you look at the research. Chamberlain's talked about it. Like some up some Jake's are. And then some Jake's they're not sexually mature. Like they literally like do not produce semen to fertilize hens. All right. And, and like wild turkey hens are super weird, man. Like they pick like they pick the toms that they want to breed with. And so just because, and, and here's, and here's where the internet got nuts, man. Um, like just because like you see a Turkey, like a male Turkey humping a female Turkey doesn't mean that they're breeding. All right. It's like dry humping in middle school months. You weren't, you weren't doing it. Dry humping. Get all your clothes on. Jake's got his clothes on, man. He's yes. dry humping in his parents' basement. All right. Sure. So that's it, right? Just because you see it doesn't mean like that's anecdotal evidence, right? And we and and so the internet was having my freaking ass, dude. They're like, I've seen Jake's humping decoys and I see Jake's breed. Yeah, they breed like dude, it's like it's literally like like one percent or less, right? Of the total breeding. And so that was my point, man. Like, don't let that conversation, like the science tells us that it is okay for, for people to harvest jakes. And there's actually, like, I was talking to a biologist just this week, man, a, a wild turkey biologist just this week about how they look at, like, and I'm not going to get into it because I'm too dumb to talk about it, like health indicators of overall, like, her, like flock populations with the, the jake numbers, right? And, and, and so, like, higher jakes you know, like, it's not a bad thing. Like if there's more Jake's being taken, like it's a good overall indicator of like herd health or flock health. Right. And do people were just like, like Andrew, I've literally gotten death threats, that's, death threats that's from people. Insane. It's insane. Death threats over this. And people were like, and, and so the, so the, and, and Eric did a really nice job. The clip is really good. Like, so he cut a lot of the, the, the context out of it. Um, and I'm not mad about that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You got, I mean, I get it. It was, and it was a great clip. I and 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 so I stand by, like, dude. I, I I've read all these research projects. I misspoke. I said I said there's like a zero percent chance, and then I said like there's a chance too that he's not going to breed next year because dude, we don't know if that Jake's got a crooked foot or some crap like that, or gets hit by a car, or gets killed by an owl or something. We don't know. Like we don't know if that Jake's going to be around to breed next year or if he's like a a, a suitable breeding turkey. We just don't know. And so my point is, man, like if there's the, the biological impact from shooting a Jake is minimal, minimal. That's what the freaking research says. But the Internet knows otherwise. Right. Do they literally been trashing me? Um, I, I, there's like it's probably close to it. when I looked at it, it, I, it was over 150 or 160,000 views, hundreds of comments. And, you know, some people were very supportive. Like, you know, one guy was just like, oh, yeah, and no, I, I walk around with a, a, wild, a wild turkey biologist every year on my farm. He says the exact same thing. You know, you listen to Chamberlain. And, and so, like, I, what, I, what is crazy is, like, turkeys are super nuanced, man. The breeding of turkeys are nuanced. And every time, you've heard me say this, every time I have one of these, like, biological conversations, and this wasn't even biological. This was just about not being a dick to fellow hunters, right? That's what this conversation was about. But the way that it was presented, it was definitely like a biological conversation on on my part, right? So, um, do you think that some of the, I mean, I don't know if it's misinformation or lack of knowledge. I'm not going to say I, I, when I when I hear you talk about this, like, and you explained it to me, it makes sense, right? Yeah. But people think about things in human standards anthropomorphizing things you know if if you take out the the 
the old males and just have more young males come through. If you think about it, like deer, it's not the same. Is it just that we're trying to, you know, cross all these different species into the same way and and people don't realize it? That's that's exactly what it is, because they're like, oh, you you leave the you leave the the turkeys. They mature. They get bigger. They they breed more. and, And so people people are they're putting like a deer trophy mentality on like a, a bird. And it just, it's not, it's not the same animal, right? I mean, it's not the same. It's, it's literally not the same species. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's a bird versus what is it, an ungulate or a servant or whatever, you know, um, that's just crazy, man. And you know, I preface that by saying, listen, I'm not a wild biologist or wildlife biologist. I'm just an idiot that listens to people and I ask questions and I try to, I try to understand and people probably do. It, it is insane to what people were saying about me. And it's all all because of that, like one comment. And 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 so, like, at one point I talk about, like, um, I made I made a comment where, like, you know, you kill a Jake, like you're not affecting the population. And so people were like, you kill a turkey, it comes off the landscape. Literally, like the next part of that conversation that wasn't in the clip was the role that hunters have when we remove turkeys from the population. Like when we kill turkeys, we don't, you know, we don't, a lot of times we don't account for the impacts that, that we have, you know, is, is hunters and, and, and the impacts. And so like all of that was missed. So people are like, you dumbass. I'm like, oh my God, dude, like welcome to TikTok, welcome to Instagram. Dude, I had people like messaging me, dude. Like I like one one and 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 talking to our buddy Brad, one guy was so fucking vile, excuse me, so vile. He was just like, I wish I could get your phone number. And dude, I responded to him with my phone number and the words love to chat. And I've yet to hear from him. Because I, I like one, there's a part of me, I told you this the other day. There's a part of me that really loves the passion that people have. And like they're they're like, well, this guy's a dumbass. Yeah, I am. I definitely am. Um but I want to protect this, this, this sport. I want to protect this creature and I want to protect hunters, wild turkey hunters, dude, more than anyone of those people comment on TikTok. I can, I can guarantee that. And I've done more to do that in my life than they probably ever will. But I don't say that to them because I don't, I don't want to get into it, man. I, I was just like, yeah, dude, I definitely misspoke, man. My bad. And people like piece of shit. Family sucks. You suck. One guy was like, you should take a load of TSS to the face. I can help you out with that. I'm like, oh, my God, man, this is insane. It is absolutely insane, you know, and it's just like it's just like the ones that are really bad, you know, to message me. I'm like, dude, if you want to talk, man, we'll talk. Do you want me to send you the like the study? Like one one one. Like, so I pulled up one research that I I read. I was like, it's 104 pages long. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. You know what I did? I went through highlighted what? what I wanted to show people read the app. So if anyone wants it, if anyone wants it, I have all of it. You know, I had a, a biologist buddy of mine did the same thing, highlighted a bunch of stuff, send it to me. I've had a couple biologists listen to it and they're just like, yeah, no, I like what you're saying. You know, it's like, don't ever talk in absolutes because we've all learned that. And one of them used to, you know, talking about deer, like, Oh, you know, like a, you'll, you'll never see a deer feeding on a, a Tuesday on an East wind you know, on a, on a corn pile or whatever. And he'd like, inevitably someone would be like, ah, bullshit. I got this trail cam picture from 1997 that tells you you're dumb, you know? And it's just like, he's like, you never talk in absolutes. And so it brought up an an interesting conversation with him. This is like a literally, this is a researcher, dude, a biology research, biological, like biology professor researcher. That's just that, that talked about like how hard it is to get the information out that they have to talk about it. He's like, do people argue with me? And he's like, I'm talking about 
a three-year study and they're like that's not right it's not what i see and he's like how do you beat that like how do you combat that you know to where we're like so we're 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 so conditioned in life that my perspective is right everyone else be damned and i'm the type of person andrew and you know me man we've known each other for a while like this this like this scenario that this happened like i misspoke i definitely did man i shouldn't have said zero percent because it's not it's one percent right right and honestly it's probably like less than one percent but i still said something wrong that's what bothers me it's not the comments it's not the hate you know it's the fact that like i said something that wasn't right about you know about turkeys and, and breeding and that's important to me and like there's a super non you know, nuanced conversation and i try to dumb it down for like for myself to understand it that's what bothers me the most that like i need to be a like I need to learn more and I need to communicate more effectively so that stuff like this doesn't happen. Cause what, like, I mean, really like what it was, like it was wrong. Like with the information that I relayed was wrong. Was the heart and soul of it. Right. Absolutely, man. Don't shame other hunters for something that you don't quite frankly know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. Stop it. Yeah. No, that's all I got. I'm with you. And I, the whole thing is, it's just a, a sign of the times. I think, I mean, Social media, podcasts, whatever, they give us a platform to talk. They give you an opportunity to talk. So it gives yeah. these other people a chance to talk. But come on, people. Like, let's just be people and, and chill out a little bit. And, you know, we had that talk we did with the guys from Vance's. Was that last fall? And I yeah. think the exact line that I used was, like, bow hunting was not easy. Okay? That's it. Bow hunting deer, white-tailed deer is not easy. Okay. Now, total semantics right what you deem as easy and what i deem as easy could be two different things all right and i mean the comments and stuff on there people were going crazy and then they changed the words that it's like oh he says bow hunting deer's hard well i waddle out to my stand in front of my corn pile like and it's and it's not hard you know well okay for you that's not hard if you want to go public land and deep and, and you know you could throw all these different things into it to make it more difficult to make it not easy but it's just what you know i know the guys at go wild and their podcasts have gotten eaten up for misspeaking yeah. before everybody's oh my human. god yeah like, it's so easy to do you know why out. because we're we're all idiots, man. We we do it to ourselves, right? We don't have to do this. We don't have to sit on this podcast and talk. I don't have to go on the okayest hunter and talk. I don't have to put myself out there. You don't have to do that. You know, we choose to do this. And so when you do that, be ready for the consequences, I guess, is the story. But a little grace, man, in this world goes a long way. Sure. You does. know? And I you know, it's it's there was like some of the comments were so they're really cool, man. They're like, you know, like Jake's like definitely like can breathe, like you know, I've seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. Once again, 1%. You know, they're probably not actually breeding. They're just dry humping. Um, but they're like, I get what you're trying to say, you know. Yeah. Don't. And 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 that's what that's, man, I, I will protect someone's right to like, um, you know, to shoot something that's legal, use their tag, enjoy it. I mean, dude, I can't tell you like it, it's 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 funny because all of this starts happening, you know, last Tuesday. And then out of nowhere, dude, I start getting these messages because of the How to Hunt Turkeys podcast. And so I'm going to I'm going to read you this message. I'm not going to talk about who it is. It's one of the listeners of the How to Hunt Turkey podcast. And I actually think he listens to this show as well. Uh, and this was Saturday afternoon, man. So this is a couple of days after all this is going on. I said, wow, man, after nearly 20 years hunting these bastards on public land, I finally got one. 20 years, man. It's the first turkey's been hunting these. The entire hunt from Friday, scouting, and then Saturday range to so the shot was epic. Um, 
I called this Jake in from about 200 yards and took the shot uh, at 30 yards. He was using his old Remington 870. My turkey gun, I'm telling you, has killed more turkeys than anything else combined. Uh, I was, um, I thank you and your podcast. I was patient and called stopped calling at the right times because of the people on your show i'm on cloud nine man thank you and he sent me four pictures of him and this turkey and there actually was really cool man i didn't read this part there's a little button buck that was like all over him i mean literally look at this picture you can't i don't know if you can see this is a button buck that's smelling his shotgun that's laying on this dead turkey that's awesome it was in his it was in his blind and 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 that's the stuff that like i i see that this man's been hunting turkeys on public land for 20 years man and got his first turkey, and it was Jake. And all those people on that TikTok look at this guy as a is 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 an idiot, you know. First, you shoot this Jake, and you know you're bull crap. And like, but that's not true, man. That guy's a turkey hunter, dude. That's what he is, man. And and I'm 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 so frustrated with the people. And you know, I had I, there was a conversation on there. One one guy told me he's like, I raised my 14 year old daughter. I just had this conversation about not shooting Jakes, and this is his comment because the spurs are small the beard small the tail small and i'm embarrassed to tell my friends that i shot a jake i'm like dude that is such a sad way to view turkey hunting it's not like that man it shouldn't be like that and if it's like that for you i i mean do you right if that's i think your that's thing man and if you're gonna only shoot yeah. 170 class inch deer that's fine too but don't tell me about all the 140s and 150s that you passed on like yeah, because I'm going to shoot that 140 every time, you know? And someday, maybe I'm, I will. But, like, that, it's one of those things. If that's what you're at, if that's hunt your hunt, right? That's what all these guys say. If that's your thing, that's fine. Yeah. Don't give everybody yeah. else hell for it. If they're if they're doing yeah. it legally and stuff, that's part of the game. That's part of the yeah. the sport. That's it, man. Yep, that's it. And also, I'll, I'll support that at you know, any point. The one thing that I will say that I, that I found interesting, I've heard some biologists say that at this point, talking about shooting something that's legal but impacting the population negatively impacting the population obviously anytime we take turkey off the landscape it's a negative impacting but i heard dr marcus ashley uh lashley excuse me talk about he, his comment at this point we shouldn't be shooting bearded hens during during the spring even though that's a legal that's a legal bird to shoot and if you want to shoot it do that but i think you seriously consider because of the population issues that we have had that's like shooting four or five turkeys with one shot. You know, if we got three poults per hen, that's the average. And she's, you know, she could have higher than that. She could have less than that. She could have five poults. You just killed six turkeys. That's tough, man. So that's one of those like soul searching things. If you're like, yo, dude, I shot the spirit hen. I'm like, good for you, man. Let's take some pictures. Congratulations. And then I would say like, okay, so next year, <laughs> Let's think about this. You know, think about the biological impact. But when science tells you there's no biological impact, dude, grip and rip. That's all I can say. So if you're still listening to this, um, I love you. And thank you for listening to this podcast. Here's, um, here's another shout out for our guys at Go Wild, where the community does yeah. support you. And uh, it's all about ethical hunting and, and doing things yeah. the, the right way and, and supporting each other. None of this TikTok crap the Instagram crap where you just get beaten up on it. So if you haven't been on there, please go check that out. Um, it'll be worth your time. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was, it was a man. The, and dude, the podcast was just good, man. It was a good conversation. It really was. And, and it was so overshadowed by, 
by that. And at one point, you know, a couple of people had like listened to it and they're like, yeah, and I like listen to the rest of the podcast, like listen to the conversation before most, you know, some during that com that, you know, that comment, that clip. And then, and then after like, it all makes like, it all, it all makes sense. Right. 1% Andrew, uh, is the braiding done by immature birds. 1%. So I'm, I've got, I've got shirts coming. Say Turkey God on them. Or buddy Jacob Knight from Go Wild text me. He's like, who died and made you turkey god? <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, man. I'm going to light it on fire, dude. <laughs> some some way. Some, I'm, but I'm just, you know, I don't want to. I just want to educate people, man. And I and, and that's what's so frustrating is that I misspoke, man. That's that's what bothers me the most. It's not the comments. It's not the hate. Because the reality is, dude, like, and I'm going to say this, 99% of those people, a little throwback there, I'd beat their ass in real life. And I, I can say that with, like, full like full conviction you start using the anchor band line <laughs> oh. like 60 percent of the time it works every time you know and yeah. just talk like that gosh dude man it's just it's um it's a that was a learning lesson dude and air i was i was doing my dishes and this is like three hours after like after our interview and he's like hey man you're you're about to go viral on tiktok like, <laughs> damn it eric he knew I'm damn like, well what he was doing too, yeah huh? i'm like what what <laughs> this thing had been up for like an hour and i pulled it up and it had like five thousand views i was like oh that's a good clip i was like yeah it was pretty good i like that and, and it was just really neat how he did it. i'm like oh you got to teach me how to do it and then it was just like two hours later it was like ding, oh my ding, god ding, that's it oh dude i was just like wow people are really mad about that i should go back and like and i'm like oh well yeah it's definitely not zero percent so oh well you know what all, all make, I can say is I, I, you know, what? I pray. I wish he would have left in the part where I'm like, I'm not a biologist. I'm just an idiot because that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's true, man. Like, oh, God. Your, like your warning message warning. Yeah. Not a biologist idiot. That's what I changed my, I just, it's, I changed my TikTok profile because it shows you like how many like profile views you have. And dude, it is, it's a lot. <laughs> well, you were like, you were like, who the hell is this guy? And so I'm on there. It says not a biologist. Just you keep, an idiot, you keep, so. uh, keeping the tiktok world entertained oh, God, right man. Oh, you can dude. have that what a mess hey, what, what a mess <laughs> but we do all we all make mistakes man so it like don't beat we, yourself we do. up over you know your absolute thing and, and yeah. learning experience or whatever but to hell with those people so and what's and you know and and, and here's what's crazy is like the hat that I was wearing, people were like, oh, where'd you get that? I just pulled it up just to see it. That was the first comment. Hey, where'd you get that hat? It's the <laughs> hat that I'm wearing right now, which you can get at turkeyseason.com. So I was talking to Eric that, like, I sold all these hats when this video <laughs> went live. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to be the Tucker Carlson of the turkey hunting world. And just say, like, the craziest stuff that I can come up with, you know? Like, I saw a bear mate with a turkey one time. <laughs> and just, like, just get people all worked <laughs> up. And they're going to be like, kill yourself, Paul. I'll be like, turkeyseason.com. <laughs> Just sold out of hats all the time. So well, man, bear, pig, back, and oh yeah, I'm I mean, gonna show up at the NWTF convention with my turkey god shirt. People are gonna be like, "This guy." I'm not. That's a joke. I'm not that freaking conceited. But oh man, what a funny. mess, dude. What I do talk about like just poking a hornet's nest, dude. That internet TikTok. I was just like, <laughs> funny. So well, we'll give her hell again that. this week. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now. If I get a chance and there's a Jake in front of me and it's the only bird I got, it might be the only time I get out this week. This hell, juvenile turkey killing son bitch Andrew Munts. 
<laughs> get it. I can't believe it. I'll, and I'll, you know what? Here's the reality, dude. Like if I if I get a tur- if I if I had a Jake Bird come in on me today, I would just take a video of him because there's a little bit of me that I like. Do you look at that big old rope hanging from my freaking office? Look, look at the size of that man. Right. That's I, I like that. I I, I will. I, I like shooting big turkeys. I'll tell you right now, the last day of the season, Jake. Eat him. I mean, look at that fan on the wall, dude. That's the first turkey ever killed. That's a Jake. I didn't know any different. I wouldn't know the difference. Okay, I don't know. Anywho, yeah, cause, but, yeah, you would because I'm gonna be like Andrew. That's a Jake. Don't if you're an him. idiot, I'm, <laughs> if you're an idiot, then I'm like the super idiot when it comes to that. So, anywho, we'll give it hell this week. Oh, man. We'll uh, what a day. Come back next. Yeah, week we're gonna and, give it hell. Let us know how your turkey season going, man. You got you got some crazy stuff. Let me know. I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna say this again. I'm not an authority. Uh, in the turkey hunting world, I've been around enough. If, you, if you're having some tough, some tough hunts, man, there's there's an episode that I just put out on my How to Hunt Turkeys podcast called "Burn the Boats." Listen to that episode if you. And so, third week of July, or excuse me, third week of May. Look at me talking nonsense. People are like, "Oh, Paul's hunting turkeys in July." <laughs> third week of May. So I don't hunt turkeys in July, Andrew. Third week of May. If you if you are having a tough time, how to hunt turkeys podcast, click on Burn the Boats. I want you to listen to that episode. So that's all I got, man. Thanks for following us. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for allowing me to get on my soapbox. Thanks for all your support. Give us a review on Apple, iTunes, whatever the hell it is, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you for the support of the show. We really appreciate you. You can find us on the podcast. Um I appreciate every one of you. I really do. Absolutely. Thank you guys very much, and we will talk to you next week.